I have no stories from work. I never, I don't know, like... I think you're just too good at your job, and so subsequently <laughs> everything just goes well. I, on the other hand, am struggling. Oh no. Every fucking day someone calls in sick, and multiple people. So I had to serve the lounge! Oh, horrible. We both purposefully... <laughs> Chose our careers to not actually have to serve yeah, people. Yeah, that's literally the point. The <laughs> entire time, I'm like, <sighs> just deep groans. It's all it's... just one lemon with that bad boy finger guns. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I walk up to the table and go, "Oh God, no!" I was actually, for the record, if anyone is listening who actually cares about my job performance, I killed it. I sold a decent amount, and my tip percentage was thirty-five. So suck my dick. <laughs> Everybody walked away very happy. Um, except for you. Except for me, who was very angry by the end of the shift. And I'm like, I got like, it's still busy. I got shit to do. I can't be in the lounge. And then we have one beautiful moment of reprieve. And I was like, great, time for training. Fantastic. I'm like, Max Chen, I got to make a Bananas Foster over here. Why don't you make a Bananas Foster with me? I'll show you how to do it. And then you can do the next one that comes up. Because, you know, we're always, we're always working. And I'm like, la, 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 la. And I'm talking. I fucking burn the shit out of it. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. But not so bad. Like, burn the shit. I, it was lightly burnt. I mean, the thing about it is, though, you do want it, like, borderline burnt. It was one degree too far. Yeah. But I think I saved it at the end. And Max, after, we're, like, making one. And he's like, so, uh, and I was like, yeah, I 100% burnt that first one. And he's like, yeah, okay, just thought so. I'm like, <laughs> bitch, I'm distracted. I have things to do. It's hard to teach and... Teach and do. I can't do both. No. I can barely do any of it. (laughs) At one point, somebody was like, what are the features for Happy Hour? And I was like, this, that, and the other. And like, we're trying to get rid of the Dorothy Parker. So I was like, you know, Dorothy Dorothy Parker. Parker. Dorothy Parker martinis and Dorothy Parker Negronis. And I'm like, it's a Dorothy kind of day. Hey. (laughs) And then they're like, yeah. And they were like into the energy. And I was like, I knew that they'd be fine, but it wasn't great. Had some real fucking duds, though, at the beginning. I was like, you people suck. You need to give me more energy. I need more from you. Yep. I'm giving it everything. I'm charming as chips. I don't know what to tell you. Charming as chips. Yeah. Incredible. That's me. Uh, but, you know, slinging drinks. Oh, you. Oh, gosh darn it. Well, I have a potential next feature cocktail for you because that's right. We're switching things up. It's not just food. It's beverages. It's beverageinos. It's, it's, uh, it's everyone, every bartender's least favorite cocktail to make. The Singapore sling, baby. Actually, every bartender's least favorite drink is a Ramos Fizz. Or a mojito. Majitos. Majitos. <gasps> Today, someone asked for a mojito, and they were like, the mint kind. Fuck off! You slap that mint, baby. You slap it. Incredible. Mm, that's mm. so terrible. I hate it. But also, do I love it? Uh, so, yes, we are doing Singapore Slings because I feel like, because it's restaurants, let's just throw in a little cocktail every now and again you need to break up the monotony of food on Pantry Staples. The podcast where we dish on your favorite foods. I am Marika. And I'm Emily. And I'm going to tell you about this drink. That's good. And are we also going to drink this drink? Maybe. 
You best believe your asses. Okay, so what do you know about a Singapore sling? I know absolutely nothing except for the fact that when Zach went to Singapore, they went and had them at like the bar that I'm pretty sure it was invented in, but I also yes. wasn't listening super closely. Classic. Incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so Singapore sling uh, is a gin-based Ooh. sling drink. What is a sling drink? I'll get to that later. Bar manager. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Oh, who knows? Uh, and it was concocted by Yam Tong Boon, a bartender at the Long Bar in the Raffles Hotel Singapore in ish uh, around 1915. 1915, hey? Yeah. All of this is so old. That's cool. I know. And I, I don't know, know why, but I figured that the hotel was very modern looking and I thought he said he was going to the original bar. Yeah, he so did. the original bar is still there. Yeah. And it's not in the hotel? Yeah. It's in the hotel. It is. Does it look the same as when it started? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like stepping back in time. Weird. Yeah. Good to know. I All saw right, pictures. It's like, it's, I think they've probably updated it and I'll get uh, a little bit later. No, yeah. It would have been done by the 1915. Um, mm. The bar itself looks kind of like 20s. You can see pictures of it online. It looks, That's it's dope. like nice, but also in kind of like a. It looks like the kind of place where um, Ernest Hemingway would be drinking. <laughs> Ernest Hemingway, lover of old leather. Old leather, peanuts. Colonialism. Hell yeah. Oh, this is colonialism as... Chef's tits. It is chef's tits colonialism. Um, I don't know why, but when I first heard of Singapore Sling, I ordered this drink once on one of those, um, like dinner cruises <gasps> that goes around the harbor everything about that statement is horrible i was like i don't even know what i was thinking i feel like i even then i was like doing it as a bit just mm-hmm. being like what a hilarious choice for like this buffet that like yeah. i have free tickets to and i'm not like paying for really anything except for this one drink i'm gonna get a singapore sling because it's on the menu it was like 90 percent orange juice okay that's the thing is i've never had one because i'm pretty sure it's all orange juice isn't it well well, oh, is this like the Movers and Shakers Instagram accounts beef with Mai Tai Specs currently, which is my favorite thing that's ever happened. Literally every day they post different people, like different people's submissions, which is just different recipes for Mai Tai. And all of them make them sound so wild. Uh, this might be that. Yes. The Singapore sling is the original Mai Tai controversy. Spread the news. When were Mai Tais invented? No one knows. There's no way. Probably later than this. Anyway. Yes. Who knows, though? Okay, so, but, okay, what I'm going to say was, I always just thought that it's, because there's always these kind of drinks that are, like, named after things that they're not actually from. Does that yeah. make sense? How a California roll is from Vancouver. Well, that is also apparently up in the air. Anyway. Ooh, controversial. I know. Would love to give Tojo that. I'll give it to him. That win. But, um... Yeah, but it, it's actually invented in Singapore, which I guess should be obvious, but I was I like... I totally thought it was based on a dance move. <gasps> Incredible. With a sling? Yeah. Like a... That's... Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, so I want to, like, set the scene for this drink. Perfect. So let's set it up. What do you know about Singapore? Nothing. <laughs> I Like, every podcast we do, it's just, Emily, what do you not know about... <laughs> this incredible that's fine that's why we do it yeah I, like i feel like the only thing that i like especially as a kid the only thing i remember hearing about singapore was that you would go to jail for chewing gum oh i did hear that as a kid yeah and i don't know that that's necessarily true like it's definitely illegal to like litter and 
chew gum, but I don't know if they'll put you in jail. I also just feel like gum is disgusting, so you kind of deserve it. I also love chewing gum. <laughs> it hurts your jaw after a while. It's strengthening it. It's an exercise. Is that how you get those snatched jawlines? Hell yeah. Okay, actually, Catherine Ryan is currently oh. obsessed with the plastic surgery trend that's going along uh, for the Kardashians about how they're all getting these insane jawlines, and she's determined that it is... Uh, like not a facelift, but it's like an, a, like an inner facelift. Like they lift not just the skin up like they normally would, but the muscles and everything get tightened and pulled up. So I, I saw a TikTok with a guy who got like a chin, like a jaw implant. Ew! It was so freaky. That's so gross. Did not look good. No, I can't imagine. No. But the Kardashians' jawlines are looking snatched. <sighs> Kim I'm is too just... tired to know about it. Yeah, that's fair. Kim is just getting ready to run for president. She's looking whiter every day. I mean, she's a white woman, so. Yeah. Uh, that's what I mean. <laughs> uh, anyway, Sorry. so the Republic of Singapore is an island nation and city-state in Southeast Asia. Hmm. As with most countries in this region, and frankly, the world, but that's a separate story, uh, it has <laughs> a long colonial history beginning in 1819 when a British dude named Stamford Raffles decided it would make a great <laughs> trading post for the British Empire. I'm sorry, but Stamford Raffles is a fucking excellent name. Stamford with an M. Oh, Stamford. Yeah, that makes it much worse. Much, much worse. <laughs> What's he raffling off? Countries <laughs> that don't belong to him? Hmm. Their resources and humans? Yep, no comment. Uh, it was occupied by Japan in World War II. And then went back to the British control before becoming part of Malaysia in 1963, and then eventually seeking and gaining independence in 65. Wow. So it's pretty new. Um, she knew kid on the block. It's a bit of a new kid on the block and like, you know, had some, had some like early strugs trying to sort out the democracy, but is now like a very thriving nation. And I think part of that has to do with its history as a trade and port city. I mean, makes sense. Yeah, so it's like was then and it is now seen as a cosmopolitan and diverse economic center. I know this is stupid and I know you're going to judge me for this and honestly, please edit this out. But it, I always was under the assumption that there was some sort of Chinese rule there. Uh, or maybe I just get it confused with Hong Kong. Maybe. Listen, I did a Wikipedia search for like three seconds to mm. get this information and I'm like, there's always like... That whole region, there's like the Chinese influence and the Japanese. Like, there's always this the fucking Japanese battle of are control. everywhere, and they love to make you think they aren't. I know. I kind of love it. <laughs> no, I'm just if it wasn't so problematic, yeah. <laughs> just like I don't know, but I feel like I know what you mean. Where it's kind of this thing where it seems like, like almost like a future city. Like, and then that's yeah. maybe the way it's marketed too. Totally. Like I always envision it as being kind of like the. Like a cleaner version of the like Blade Runner city. Yes. Or like in Star Wars, where it's like crazy, like super tall towers, like neon, like people from all like so many different ethnicities, so many different mm -hmm. like languages being spoken. That's exactly how I picture it. And pristinely clean. Yeah. Which love. No gum. <laughs> no gum. No beef, no gum. <laughs> And I kind of feel like this is the same vibe that would have been in like 1915 as well. That's the thing is places that were cosmopolitan and like trading posts and like that sort of stuff, especially they've always been cosmopolitan. 
It's why they're not to get so back into my pro-Roman issues, but that's why in Pompeii it's pictures and brothels because not everybody spoke English, so you couldn't ask for anal, and, or not English, <laughs> Latin, because you couldn't ask for anal always in the same language. True. And I think the other thing that is the same then as in now is it's, uh, if you're rich, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. This is also one of the top 10 most expensive places to live in Asia. Tracks. Yes. Um, okay, so we're back in time. We're at the Raffles Hotel, which if you... The Raffles Hotel. ...may hey. have noticed, suspiciously has the same name as Sir Thomas Stamford Raffles. Ew. Former Lieutenant Governor of the Dutch East Indies and founder, scare quote, scare quote, square quote, of modern Singapore. Founder, hey. Founder. Fuck right off. <laughs> Originally, this hotel was a private beach house, but then the property was taken over by the Sarkis brothers, who were Armenian hoteliers. Hmm. They built hotels, like, I don't know, yeah, all over, the, like, in the Southeast Asian Do you not like, feel that we towns. could be incredible as hoteliers? <sighs> I think we're completely equipped right now. <laughs> no, dead on. I know. I think it's the kind of thing where it's like, the how do you make a million dollars in the hotel business? Start with two. <laughs> <laughs> like, these guys, they're like four brothers. Pictures of them, they're all like very like old-timey portraits. Like, they're coming from money. They're... Yeah. Eh. But okay, fine. We'll shelve that dream for now. I, you know, and I would love to. I would... Would I love to run a hotel... I'm just so nosy. I want to be able to go through everyone's stuff. Oh my goodness. We'd be faulty towers and it would be a disaster. (laughs) I've never seen, but I heard it's good. Oh gosh. Okay. (laughs) So they've got this like little, it's like a pretty much just like a regular old beach house. I mean, obviously a very fancy beach house. (sighs) So it kind of went through a couple things. It was like a tiny little hotel and the Starkeys took it over and they turned it into a luxury 10 room hotel, which opened in December of 1887. Mm Mm-hmm. Ten rooms sounds so small and tiny and boutique Mm -hmm. after, like, the Waldorf talk a couple weeks ago. But uh, they quickly made additions and eventually brought in a fancy British architect to revamp and take the original colonial style to, like, luxurious heights. So this is, like, colonial luxe. On steroids. Interesting. Like, it's it's white. There's columns. There's, like, rattan fans. Oh, I hate the rattan. Like, oh, so much, like, wicker. Oh. <laughs> wicker, I hardly Palm. know her. Sorry. <laughs> Palm aesthetics. Palm aesthetics are so specific. Oh, I kind of love it. And it was also big... Vibe. It was a big deal because it was, like, right on the beach. Yeah. Which, I don't know, people didn't Perry know. <laughs> and I's theory, like, recognizes, like, we want to be near water because we near are water. Yes. Um, the finished product, so they did all these different editions. It's eventually, like, it's big, it's fancy. It's, like, pretty much unrecognizable from the original just, mm. like, beach house. Um, and it was a state, it was state of the art in 1899 when it was, like, opened as basically what it's still is now interesting it had electric lights and powered ceiling fans whoa the first of its kind in the region that's super cool i know i know it's like so fancy and the long bar where the sling in question was invented um 
that's like the main bar in the hotel. It is so named for its long curved wooden bar. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, still open. And you can order a Singapore sling for 37 It just said 37 And I don't know if that's in US dollars. I don't know if that's in like Singaporean dollars, whatever they are. I was like, mm, interesting. But uh, not cheap. Thirty-seven dollars for a cocktail. I think it's thirty-seven US is what I suspect. So it's like a fifty-dollar cocktail. That's like a fifty-dollar cocktail. That's what I said. Fifty. Oh, I heard thirty. Oh, I was no. like, no. yeah, no, the exchange rate's real bad. At Bank of Emily, we the get ba- the best. Bank rates. of Emily, we just round down. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I just have no concept of how much things should cost anymore. Like fifty seems like a lot, but I'm just like, it's too much. Yeah. But also, like, I would spend that to try an original fun cocktail, like, in the place where it's invented. For sure. Okay, so we are now, like, 17 minutes in. Should I maybe tell you what's in this gosh darn drink? Yes, please. (laughs) It has me shaken. But wait. First, I promised to explain a sling. Okay, yes. Tell me. Okay, so it is not a dance. Okay. Uh, Traditionally, a sling is a drink made from water, sugar, nutmeg, and spirit. So, like, gin, rum, whiskey, whatever. Interesting. <laughs> Your face. I'm just trying to remember the ingredients. Water, sugar, nutmeg, and a spirit. Four things. Four things. Um, so it's a long drink, so it's like not... So it has, I guess, like more liquid mm. than spirits. So not like the like opposite would be an old-fashioned where it's like we're just looking at booze. Interesting that you should say that. So it comes from the German schlingen. Schlingen. Which means to swallow. Ah! They were originally invented as a single serving of punch using a looser version of the one part sour, two parts sweet, three parts strong, four parts weak. Interesting. A little bit after this, then they introduced bitters and then you get a cocktail, AKA bitters, spirit, sugar, water, old fashioned. Damn tootin'. Look at you, bar manager. (laughs) (laughs) Dark. Yeah. So that's like, it's... I don't know. I think it's so cool to kind of trace back mm-hmm. the, the, not only like etymology, but like the, the family tree of cocktails. It's such an interesting thing. And like looking at historic, like cocktails that kind of come up around prohibition times and like that mm. sort of stuff. It's wild how drastically our drink preferences have changed. Yes. And like when you look at the things that are being created, like at really like interesting, intricate cocktails and they're doing all this neat stuff, you're like, I can't even compare this to what it used to be. It's crazy. And not like no judgment on either Mm. side of it. It's just absolutely wild. Yeah. I mean, it used to be like, let's create a balanced drink using like bathtub gin. (laughs) So you need, in order to do that, you need well, I guess, but even before that, yeah, it's all punch. Yeah. Punch, eh? Punch. One part sour, two parts sweet, three parts strong, four part weak. Love it. It's great. It's great. Um, okay, so that's a sling. Okay, Singapore sling. Here, we're finally there. Uh, it has at least... So, when you're talking about it being... It, it's a recipe that is the, one of the most unstandardized drinks of around. Like, it's oh, the kind course. where it's... I, there was a quote in like Wikipedia or whatever, where they're basically just like, if you want to order Singapore sling, you literally have to tell the bartender either what era or what country or like region 
of a slang you want, or you have to like literally just be like, I want this, 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 this. That's fucking douchey and I love it. Because it's, but it's so, cause it's so crazy. So, okay. The original, like it has two original recipes. Okay. So what the first original combines two parts gin with one part each cherry brandy, orange, pineapple, and lime juices. Okay. So it's mostly juice. Yeah. Or I guess equal parts juice, equal parts spirit. Yeah. So that's the one. And that's pretty basic. Then there's a second recipe, which swaps the orange juice for Benedictine, which is like an herbal kind of orangey liqueur. Mm. Um, And then it demands that you use fresh Sarawak pineapple juice to create a foamy top. Ooh. Yeah. So that's got your gin, cherry brandy, Benedictine, fresh pineapple juice. And I think lime in that one too. I feel like I'd like that better. Yeah. I feel like that too. No orange. No, I just orange. Orange juice in cocktails is terrible. Get it out of my face. I don't ever want an orange juice in a cocktail. My nightmare of a cocktail is a tequila sunrise, and I like tequila. Love tequila. No tequila sunrises. It's illegal. It's mostly orange juice. Paloma over tequila sunrise every day. Palomas are delightful. Palomas are incredible. We stand a Paloma in this house. (laughs) So that's like that's one recipe. Then you can also go and like Google. What did I do? Okay, like just pulling up recipes. So there's like a difference guide, which is like a big fancy. Like a chart of spirits, people. Yeah. And they have dry gin, cherry hearing, cherry brandy, mm-hmm. Benedictine, triple sec, pineapple juice, grenadine, Angostura bitters. Oh my God, that sounds horrible. I mean, I mean, just like so much sugar in that. Holy smolies. Yeah, this is not. A light. This is not the vodka waters that we uh, vodka waters would suggest to the dieteers out there. Oh no! You're so what you're kind of doing is your pineapple juice. I think is pretty standard. Mm-hmm. It's got to be gin based, and you need some of the cherry. Yeah, like those are kind of your three key mm-hmm. bits. Which you're gonna get some sweetness, and you're gonna get some tart. Yeah, and your spirits, obviously. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you can kind of like mix and match to like have like a hint of orange, have a hint more bitter, kind of play around. So I'm going to make us one. Thank God. <laughs> right uh, now. No. This is ASMR. <laughs> oh, look at these. Is this your riff, Mustang Sling? Yeah. Yes, it is. Thank you. Okay, so today, the Singapore Sling a la Marika is uh, two ounces of gin, uh, one ounce of Cointreau, uh, one ounce of uh, Amarina Cherry liquid, mm. one ounce lime, one ounce pineapple. Cheers to that, bitch. Cheers to this. It's very good. Ten out of ten. It is. I. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. Yep. Too much orange, not enough pineapple. Yeah. 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 Huh. 
And I might controversially say, too much cherry. Yeah. Not enough gin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you can... We have all night. We've got all night. <laughs> yeah, this is basically it. I don't know what else to say. That's perfect. This is all the research I did. Um, I think fresh pineapple would be... Oh, 100%. I would almost want to do it like in a slushy form. That's, I think that would be perfection. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I want that frothy top. Mm-hmm. I feel like a float. Like it should have a little float of the cherry liqueur on top. Ooh, that would be cute. Yeah. I mean... I just love a float. It's heavier though, so it probably sink, right? Mm. I don't know about physics. Uh. enjoy watch listen to me slurp (laughs) (laughs) the content that i usually have to edit out yeah uh yeah well thank you for listening everybody Um, it's been an absolute pleasure it's been a pleasure for us because now we just have a drink exactly um and yeah, make a cocktail and make it up. Ooh, or <laughs> if you see any of the uh, recipes for a Singapore, Singapore sling anywhere on a menu, please let us know. Yes, please send us a, a message on Instagram at Pantry Staples Pod. Uh, anytime you see a Singapore sling that is like 90% orange juice. <laughs> and also light that bar on fire. Or don't. I mean, Just write a strongly worded letter. Maybe send them this podcast. Yeah, send them this podcast. There you go. All right. Tell your friends. Tell your foes. You can rate, review, subscribe, please. And uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye.